Welcome to the Battleground of the Gods. Welcome, challengers, to Battleground of the Gods, a Smite podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, Nevea03, and joining me today, we have Fro Double G. What's up, everybody? And Riggs Aroni. Sided. <laughs> Depp and Rick are not with us today, but that is okay because we've got some games to talk about. Specifically, I believe Fro should go first based off of this thing. Put in the Discord here. Let's hear about Fro's games this week. Oh, shit. I actually kind of forgot about that. I was looking at it, but I guess I uh, got my <laughs> dates mixed up here. Yeah, I got a pentakill. Imagine forgetting that you got a pentakill. <laughs> Bro's like, yeah, I, I got a penna. <laughs> Whatever. Wait, hold up. Did I already? Wait, did I? Yeah, yeah, right there. I was like, I could not see it. And I was like, I totally forgot who it was. Yeah, I was on Baron, right? So I attempted to stream uh, some Elyon. Right, this has got a build up to it. So... Wednesday's my main my main gaming day, right? So I went to go, I got all my downloads done on Tuesday. I was going to test Elyon that night for like an hour or two, wake up and get a bunch of it done. Turns out they do patches on Wednesday. So after getting all the updates and everything done on Tuesday, woke up, more updates and everything. I'm like, oh, shit, fuck me. That's, you know, very unfortunate. So I had to wait like hour and a half to get all that shit done. Took fucking forever. Attempt to stream it, just was not working. And I was like, after dicking with it for like 15 minutes, I'm like, fuck it, I'll just switch over to some Smite, right? So I end up playing some Baron Somdi in Assault. And somehow everything lined up where I just end up getting the last hits. And I was I was doing all right. I wasn't like crazy popping off, but I was doing pretty good. And I end up just one right into the other. Got a pentakill. Pretty, uh... Pretty exciting, which is actually kind of crazy because the last time I streamed, I think I got a Penta on Neath. That was also an Assault, and I think it's slightly easier in Assault and uh, Arena, mm. obviously, because yeah. they're just all grouped up, but still pretty hyped that it happened. Uh, unfortunately, the next game, I had people joining me, and my uh, audio was not working, and oh. I'm not sure what was going on because I also... When I went to go stream Elyon before that, my audio was all fucked up with that. But I got my mic working, but it turns out I wasn't getting everyone else's mic working. And I just smacked my fucking mic. Whoops. Talking about mic issues. God damn it. Sorry, <laughs> I got my hands flying right now. Because I was I was frustrated. Uh, so I don't know if it was OBS or if it was voice meter that updated. But one of the two was not liking each other so i end up having to redo my whole setup hopefully i'm sounding better outside of fucking smacking my mic uh, yes i should sound better hopefully i got everything situated in my discord or not my discord my obs now and my voice meter so i got like my browsers and everything in its own channel my discord nice. chats in its own channel my mic on his own channel and uh games on their own channel so I'm able to mute them individually and everything. So that's been great. But unfortunately, because most of my Wednesday was spent fucking with updates and trying to get that, I didn't really get many games. So it was just really those two for Smite. 
Uh, I did smash down some Elyon last night because I've been able to kind of just walk away from that game at moments. Because it's, it's, a, it's a MOBA, or not a MOBA, MMO, right? But once you like complete the quest in the area, the ads, except for like the quote-unquote elite ones, just don't even fuck with you anymore. So I'll be able to like walk into the area, do the quest real quick, and then just like get up from my computer and walk away pretty safely. The same reason why I like play civs on weeks that I get busy, or civ, not civs, mm-hmm. games where you can just kind of not be there as like, not like a smite game where you got to dedicate, you know, minimum 20 minutes or so. And unfortunately it's hitting that overtime season, been on overtime. So gaming been a little limited, little hit or miss. Anyways, Riggs, how are your games? Uh, I'm in a similar situation to Fro. Um, I haven't had a ton of time because uh, two of my classes for school just started up this week. So I had, they had late starts, so now I've got a full schedule. So I haven't had a ton of time. Um, I do have a Penta story in this game. Would... What? Everybody it has wasn't, Pentas? Wasn't They're just handing them out right now. Oh, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't me getting the Penta, <laughs> but as we all know, I am... The facilitator for a lot of pentas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not it's, gonna it's, claim. You know, good supports or frontliners are often a key to a good penta. I'm not gonna claim that this was my penta that I gifted him, but uh, Jade Flagon got a penta in this assault game we play. I queued up with a couple of the challengers this week when I did play, and we queued some random modes like a couple, like couple of conquests, couple arenas, and assault. It was it was kind of the redemption arc, right? So we're the game starts off, right? First off, I'm the first person from our team to walk out into the tower, right? They have a Hercules, and I think their Milan was, like, waiting right at our tower line to, like, spam taunt us or whatever. So I walk up to them, and I don't, I don't fuck around with jump parties and whatever the truce is and assault. Like, if you're there, I'm going to hit you. And I'm playing Kakolin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And their Hercules, as soon as I walk in range, their Hercules twos me. And I'm like, all right, it's it's on. And then my whole team got to the, the lane before their team did. So it was like a 5v3 in the assault mid lane. We just wiped them and then we killed the other two people. And this game is pretty much over at like three minutes because we get their tower, I think, on the first wave. And so it was, we, were, we were kind of having fun with that game at that point. And Jade actually got a quadra earlier on in that game. And then I think he died or someone else had gotten the last kill for the penta and then so we kind of purposely dragged this game on we i don't know if you want to call it toxic whatever we we were like dragging the fountain or the titan around the fountain area just like not killing it so he can get the penta at the end so he (laughs) did get his penta good (laughs) (laughs) i think it was like me and the kepri were taking turns like taking the aggro from the the titan so jade could just get in there he was playing erling and he was just chopping him down um so we got him that penta i don't awesome i really have too many games to talk about besides that i do i so if you guys don't know i i mainly play frontline right but i do mm-hmm. dabble in some mages every once in a while I fuck hunters they're boring uh mages that are cool and i found a new love for tiamat because i feel like she's just she always she's one of those characters that always has buttons, you know? Like you always yeah. have something to do. 
There's always something to do. Absolutely. I, I like those kind of characters, like the, the, the engaging kind of, kind of like, I mean, you can kind of say Arthur, you know, you just kind of slam your face mm-hmm. on the keyboard and you play mm-hmm. Arthur, but like he does always have something to do. And that's kind of like Tiamat where she, especially like later on in the game, as you get more CDR and kind of power built up, you actually just like always have something to do. And so I played a couple of arenas as Tiamat went 15, one and 17, one of them 12 and three and the other one. Just always doing something, throwing my little wannabe cuckoo tornado out at people, spitting on them. I feel like her, her, yeah, the bowl is a little underrated, and the chickens are very overrated. The chickens suck now. Well, I mean, I I was also playing arena. They 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 nerfed the chickens like a lot (laughs) because they they used to be able to win games, at least conquest games. Yeah, like in Conquest, the chickens are really good, but in any other game mode, they they just I see them way too oh, yeah, much. Yeah, it's no. like, why are you like in arena or if assault? Why are you putting them out here? They're gonna get blown exactly. up. Exactly, exactly. Especially arena. Like, well, don't waste don't waste your time on the chickens in arena. Do the do the two or the three. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever used them once in that game of arena. But uh, that's pretty much it. I don't have much. <laughs> Oh boy! So Tiamat is still okay. Or what? What? Well, I was just say that Tiamat's fun. I was gonna piggyback on that a little bit. Like I do enjoy how she's she's able to just like you said, always push buttons. But she seems like she always has an answer to like the situation too. Like she's very versatile. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. need to leap in there or leap out. I mean, obviously that's a bit situational, but you ha- you have those both of the abilities. You got knock up. Uh, you got the one with that the heal. A lot of people, yeah, it's got the heal when you hit the the execute on the minions, right? Yeah, you uh, suck. You which, suck the boofs, and then yep. you go to bird mode and dog <laughs> mode. Mhm, mhm. Well, you get the you get the bonus buff too, which is like everyone thought that was so busted, and you like never hear about it anymore. But it is still really cool. But it also heals you, correct? Or is that just on her chickens? Well, it gives you the um, little shards if you do that on the on minions or on her chickens. Okay, I could yeah, I could be remembering that wrong then. I I could have swore it healed, but I um, often I mean, pick if you up build if you build life steal. Yeah, I I often pick up life steal on her especially soul gem because she's just throwing out abilities so much that you, you can proc it yeah. constantly exactly um yeah i'm pulling it up now real quick i didn't i didn't want to say the wrong thing i was uh, trying to check consume. but it you sound like me it's weird consume um gives her the hardened scales and that that stacks your hardened scale passive okay so i could i could have swore stance you go into ground stance and you use consume, which is the same thing that lets you get like the free buff, basically, if you time it right. And then, uh, no, actually, I think you're you're right. There is a passive healing. Is there? Tiamat gains health from a nearby ally and enemy deaths and less from minions. In ground stance, she gains up to five hardened scales. So in flying stance, she gets heals, but in, in ground stance, she gets hardened scales. So when scales. stuff dies around her, she gets... Okay, I'm just rem- misremembering mm-hmm. where it is in her kit. Mm-hmm. 
Because I was like, she so has I think we, like this, uh, like innate yeah. healing to her. And I just you were thought talking about the healing. Bad. I was talking about the skills. We were both technically right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were both technically right. I just wanted to make sure that we weren't saying something incorrect here. But yeah, no, you're right. There is healing in a in a radius around her in flying stance, and then in ground stance, she can get hardened skills, which are damage mitigation. Mm-hmm. That break after a certain amount of damage after a certain amount of damage has been taken. And I do like how she can go between being tanky and not tanky. Like yeah, you just pick up like a single like defense item on her, or it doesn't even have to be like a hybrid item with a little bit of HP. Like she, right. it does pretty well if you're going for more of a bruiser style. Yeah, she's a lot of fun. So I've been, I usually stay away from the new gods when they come out, especially if they're not like a tanky role. So like, I even right now I haven't even played Charybdis. Well, she's once. got her hardened scales. She's tanky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like <laughs> barely. <laughs> and like I haven't even, I never even played Charybdis. I haven't touched the new god. Like, so like I, it's rare for me to go and like play the new god. So like I haven't really actually had that much time on Tiamat. So, like, I feel like I'm going to, if I do play mages, like, if I'm in a game where, you know, randomly someone doesn't want to play damage, which never happens. That's why I usually play tanks, because nobody plays tanks. Nobody wants to, (laughs) yeah. So, if if that does happen, I'll probably play Tiamat more. So, uh, that's pretty much it for me. So, Nev, Mm. uh, how are your games? Well, again, been doing the random wheel on the stream. Uh, Wednesday's stream was doo-doo dog shit, and I don't want to talk about it. I lost every fucking game, and I was, like, playing characters that, like, the characters that I'm, like, good with and familiar with, I did really bad, and then the characters that I don't really play a lot, usually, like, an assassin or a guardian, I did really well, but we still lost, (laughs) so (laughs) that that was Wednesday. I took Thursday off. But last night, I want to talk about a couple of games that happened last night. Number one, I have been trying to, to play a little bit more Kalina because I do like to get all the gods to Mastery 1. Um, that way, I just don't have any unmastered gods. And I, I clipped this that happened last night because it made me laugh so hard because I was like, okay, Smite gave us a god that has jump scares because apparently there's not enough jump scares in Smite, so... Let's give a let's give them a god to play that has abilities that make you jump scare your enemy team. Um, but take that and the 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 tables have turned or the turns have tabled. And after I did a jump scare on the enemy team in arena, so I was hiding in a pillar and I did a jump scare as Kleena onto like the Cthulhu or something. And I was just, I thought I was hot shit. I was like, ha ha ha, he didn't even know I was there. And I'm like laughing and I'm walking away. And next thing I fucking know, an Aquang blinks and tries to ult me and I screamed and ran away so hard. I was like, wait a minute. I'm supposed to be the one doing the jump scares, not you, Aquang, get out of here. But I just thought that was funny. Uh, I'm still super bad with her. She's super fun. Um, She's actually going to be seeing some nerfs. They did talk about that. It's not going to be soon, but um, it'll probably be in the next uh, patch notes that they're going to actually start working on on maybe building some more nerfs against her because she came out pretty nice. She came out pretty nice, Um, especially if you utilize some of the 
Mace tree items that have just been recently buffed as well. She could be a lot of fun. Uh, other than that, I played Thanatos for the first time, won that game. I don't know how because I'm looking at the slash line. It's not pretty. 5, 10, and 18. But we won that game in 15 minutes, so that was awesome. And I got to play the Pasta Night Vulcan as well. But here is the one game from last night that I just did not think I would ever see happen. And I feel half bad about it but also not really. Okay, okay. 13, 2, and 9, Camazots. Me, playing Camazots and winning in 16 minutes with a 13, 2, and 9 stat line is really poggers. The okay. reason why I feel bad about this one is because I feel like there might have been a bot on the other team. Because this Baron loads in. Oh, name and profile hidden, by the way. All right, team A8. So, A8. Um, so, like, not even showing up on Smite Guru. Like, I can't look at them. Um, loads in and then immediately disconnects. Stays away for, oh. like, three or four minutes. Loads back in. And I'm not even kidding walks out of fountain, stands in middle lane and just a middle of the arena map and just autos. Absolutely fucking nothing. Just standing there, autoing. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> so what you're saying is you boosted to get that stat line. I did not boost that to get that stat line. I actually was a huge bully against the Shibalanke that kept trying to W key me. And I'm like, I, I, I'm Camazots. Why are you W keying me? And their chalk also kept W keying me. But I, that, I feel bad because the enemy team either had somebody that just had a really piss poor connection or it was a legit fucking bot. And so it was essentially a 4v5. That's why I feel bad about it. Because that's not cool. All, all I got from that is that you're boosted, which is, you know. What? Kind of sad. I, oh, my God. <laughs> I just heard that uh, high res pays bots to play to increase their player base. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. Oh. No. The well, this, this weekend is a gem storm weekend, which means after three first wins of the day, you get 50 gems. So I've, I have heard rumblings from other people that have noticed like an increase of like bots and hacks and stuff like that during those kind of weekends. And so I'm wondering if maybe that's what happened here. Plus, it's super sus that you can't, their profile's hidden. So you can't, like, look at them. I don't know. I feel like the only people that should be able to, like, hide their profiles are pro players. Like, pro players? Yeah. I don't understand the point of doing it if you're not. Or, like, at least, like, if you're playing, like, high-level comp. I'd say pros and content creators. Like, if you're on the partnership. Just because, yeah, like, I'd like it. to include some protection to their content creators. There's... I mean, I'd, I'd, I'm a smite partner. I don't want to hide my profile. Oh, yeah, well, that's you, but there's others who might want to. Hmm. But on the same hand, yeah. I also kind of understand, like, the average person wanting to hide it. Like, I, I get that. But I think I, we covered this on an episode. It's pretty much so, like, if you're hiding your shit, though, 
nine times out of ten, you're just kind of a piece of shit, usually. Well, it's like, what's the point? Like, unless you're a pro and you're trying to, like, hide builds or whatever that you're saving for a tournament, like, what's, what do you mm. get out of it? <laughs> right. I don't know. But I was going to say right there, too, uh, you said that you are a smite partner. Do you want to make another announcement? Because I saw you had something cool that you did. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. So uh, as y'all know, I've been for about almost a year now uh, working closely with Albion Giants League. That's a uh, amateur competitive smite league. There's also collegiate division as well. So we actually get like teams from actual like colleges and stuff. That's pretty cool. But anyway, um, so I've been doing like learning how to cast and I've been doing desk work for them on a weekly basis uh, for the the broadcast that we do. And I'm also a moderator in their discord and I have been promoted to social media manager. So I am the, the, the fun person behind the Twitter account starting this week. So if you see a lot of memes and gifts, it's me. You're welcome. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm actually uh, uh, currently also tweeting out uh, the stuff for the, the set because we're in the finals week. Uh, of course, I start social media manage management on the finals week, <laughs> so it's a very busy week. So, But uh, yeah, no, it's it's super exciting. Like well, you thank gotta, you, Riggs. You gotta, yeah, no, it's, it's huge. Congrats. I know I'm usually not that nice to you, but uh, it was a pretty big deal. <laughs> So yeah, I'm, like I'm two minutes you. ago, you said my account was boosted. <laughs> no. I said you were boosting in that game. I mean, listen, I no, boosted all the time in boosting. Call of Duty. I, you know, I got fucking Modern Warfare 2. I didn't get Fall Camo legit at all. No, I was for that. not boosting. But uh, you have uh, some competition with Rach. Isn't she's the new manager, right? For uh, uh, Rach... Rage does uh, Smite Pro, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you and her. I feel like you and her are going to be going back and forth with gifts of random stuff for all your Twitter stuff. <laughs> maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll be, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, no, that was that was pretty exciting. For sure. Uh, you'll definitely do a great job. Oh, thank you. Uh, I mean, thank I, w- I wouldn't go that far, but... Oh, oh, okay. And we're back to being mean to Neff. I'll say congrats, but I'm not going to say I'm not going to go that far with it. And we'll be right back to being mean to me. Cool. I got to even it up. But I'm the hostess with the mostest, so I can drive this ship in any direction I want. So I do want to talk briefly about the bonus balance that has already hit your games as of yesterday. This patch uh, came out on November the 2nd. Um, bonus balance, of course, there's some really cool... Oh my god, you just confused the shit out of me right there. Why? I was like, no no way it hasn't hit yet, and then I realized that you're talking about Well, because this episode drops November the 3rd, so it dropped yesterday for those listening. I didn't think that far ahead, (laughs) I just was thinking about right now, I was like, no way, it already came out, that's huge. So, of course, to note here, you do have two new Odyssey skins, the Geomancer Persephone and the Nightbringer Demon Shivalonge. Both of those are available in the Odyssey chest, or not the Odyssey chest, the Odyssey event now. Uh, But there are also two new chests available. There is the Glitch chest and the Schmexy chest. The Glitch chest has Bitbuilder Vulcan, which is insanely cool. I actually took this into PTS last night. Um, The... 
the turret is so cool and all the effects on all of the Vulcan abilities look really clean. And then the Achilles is your magic Mike Achilles skin. You're welcome. It's 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 got a special VXG and everything. It's fantastic. Both of these chests are going to cost 400 gems a roll, and I did actually go in and screenshot everything that was available in each of the chests in case you were curious as to what items are in there before uh, before that chest comes out. So those are available on my Twitter at Navello3. Um, can I do a quick overview of, of uh, this, the whole patch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say a bunch of nerfs coming out. Yeah, I um, was like, high res comes out with the nerf hammer just fucking swinging left and right. <laughs> well, gener- generally speaking, like with the um, with the bonus balance, you're going to see a lot more nerfs because it's more like number tuning more so than like um, anything else. It's like stuff that has to be immediately addressed. Like, okay, these items or these gods are overperforming in competitive and in rank. And so we need to kind of dial that back. So do you oh, want to no. talk about the spectral armor nerf? Because we were that, just like, briefly talking not about a single buff amongst all this. No, absolutely. I, no, every single uh, thing in this patch is a nerf. I have something to bitch about with spectral. Yeah, surprise, go right on Surprise, surprise. Uh, so in there, I, I don't have an issue with them nerfing spectral. That's fine. I have an issue when they say. We saw this item become the immediate answer that shut down a style of play, and then on the on the actual show, yeah. they were saying like, now that now that that'll like, with this nerf, they'll it'll make it to where you have to buy other items. This is literally the only item that to deal with. Yes. Crit. So how exactly. are you supposed to buy other items to deal with? That's crit? why everybody is so upset. Yeah, that's why everybody is so upset. They're like, what? What? Yeah, that like actually this is, makes this zero is the sense. immediate item. Uh, this is the immediate answer that shut down that style of play. Yeah, because that's the only item in the game that does something against crit besides Geb passive. Like, what else are you supposed to do? <laughs> I don't understand that. And then in the actual bu- the actual uh, patch, they're buffing like hunter stuff. So it's like, I don't I don't like it when you get a patch cycle where you put something down and then also put something up that is like they have you know like these two are like directly related to each other like you're nerfing the item that counters crit and then you're buffing crit in the next patch so it's like i don't i don't like it when they do stuff like that especially when their reasoning is oh this item counters crit like yeah that's the point i don't know yeah (laughs) i'm cool with them nerfing it like yeah that's fine but their reasoning for nerfing it, I think, is stupid. They often refer to it like they have different knobs that they can adjust, right? And dials. Yeah. There's only one for the crit. They need to really come up with another way of dealing with crit. And then you basically use the two to balance each other off. In a way. Like, even if they were to attach it to, like... Uh, some sort of anti-crit thing in like a relic, like shell or a bracer of radiance somehow. Yeah, or do kind of like what you have with anti-heal, where you have a bunch of different items that have a little bit of anti-heal on it. And then that's how you deal with crit, is you have a bunch of items that, like let's say they make kind of a hybrid item where like if I hit somebody with an ability, then their crit, or they like they deal reduced auto attack damage, something like that. 
because then I can buy that, and then I can buy Spectral, and then you can nerf Spectral's, like, the reduction damage a lot, but then that there's two items that exist that would deal with crit, as opposed to one. Right, like an item that worked in a way kind of like how Ickable works, right? But instead, like, reduce... You could have a reduced crit chance or give yourself the crit damage reduction. Yeah, I'm or thinking the, like, a, like, like a brawler and like a pestilence. And that's just thing. for, like, a hunter. Yeah, or you could have... Like a, like, like an on hit effect that does it, and then like just a flat out aura, or like on the, like in this case, like just a flat out like damage decrease if it hits you, like yeah, and something then, like and that. And then again, splash a little bit into a relic. Yeah, like shell. Would just, be a good they example. need they like, need multiple knobs to adjust so they can leave. Yeah, I also I also so just they, don't you like can build it against it. Good. Yeah, because you're always forced into spectral. And it's like, well, I didn't really want Spectral in this build, but I have to have it. Like, even, I wanted a different physical item, but it's like, well, this is it. Even like Spectral aside, I just don't like it when crit's good because then you're just taking RNG and basically making it whoever gets better RNG wins trades or wins fights or you secure an objective because I threw an auto in there and I crit the Fire Giant for 500 with one auto and that was enough to secure it's like it just you put you make rng a big factor in the game i don't necessarily like it when that's the case yeah but crit and in video games like go hand and foot that's that's that's, that's fine there can yeah. just be a different way to determine crits instead of it being rng based you can do it where if you build a certain amount of crit the more crit you have, the higher number your crit will... Like, you'll crit for more the more crit you have. Instead of it being a RNG chance, just make it to where it's a flat percentage you always will crit, but your crits don't do a lot of damage if you don't have more crit items. So, like... You'll have you'll start off the game with, like, let's say, like, 0% chance crit or whatever, and then, like, you buy a crit item, you... You can crit now, like, let's say... I feel like I'm not doing a great job explaining this, but instead I think of being twenty five percent, it's literally every fourth auto's a crit. Yeah, doesn't League have something like that? Uh, I do not know. I think League, someone, I think another MOBA has a crit system like that, where it's it's like a every certain auto will crit, and then if you build crit, your the damage just increases when you do crit. It doesn't it doesn't increase your crit chance; it just increases the damage when you do. That's like fundamentally changing how crit in the entire game works. That's not just like adding items to adjust how deal with it, you know? Yeah, but they've done that with But I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Yeah, they have definitely done that. They did that with penetration the past two seasons. No, no, no. I'm not. They have. You, you are right. I'm not disagreeing with that. I don't foresee that being anytime soon if they did decide to implement no. th- things like that. And I'm just saying it would be like a huge change. Yeah, a lot of people no, have know. to relearn how to play. Well, not like obviously not how to entirely play, but there there would be certain things because then like obviously the defense would work differently because they'd have to change that. Yeah, I know it'd be a big ask, and I'm probably just bitching just because I don't like getting crit for a lot. But I just I I just don't personally like having RNG be a big factor in whether or not you like win fights or win a trade or whatever so So here's the thing about rng is you never notice when you don't get crit you only (laughs) notice when you get hit with that big fucking flashing number and you're like holy shit 800 
I only got 2,000 Holy HP. Holy shit, 1,300. Yeah. I mean, they, so like, they took a step the in the fuck? right direction when they made it to where only the tier 3s could create. Right, but then it, that is definitely a good step. I, I definitely agree with that. But it, it is one of them things where it's like, well, I didn't notice the four autos before that hit me for 300 each. Like, yeah. oops. I'll never forget of a clip I have when I played on Xbox, and I had just tier 1 crit. I think it was the whatever the dagger is called. And I'm playing Mercury, and I just throw my one. I'm playing Mercury, and I throw my one out on this uh, Zeus mid, and I crit him for like 400 <laughs> with just tier one, and I kill him because of it. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Because like Zeus, Classic. even <laughs> even at like level five, Zeus only has like 600 HP. It was ridiculous. It was pretty early in the game too. I think I had like one item, and then I had like the tier. I think I had boots, and then like tier one crit. And I just throw my one out there. It's like a 400-something crit, and I kill him. I remember like a month and a half ago, I randomly played a Poseidon jungle game. I don't know why, because I hate Poseidon. But I was like, wow, this motherfucker has no HP. Like, almost non-existent. Some might say he doesn't have a second ability either. Supposed to be a segue. Right. That's because it sucks. Well, That's because it sucks. That was the joke. That okay, was the joke. The yeah, that was, that was it. Because the, the second ability is a 20 second cooldown. It sucks. Is it really that long? I never realized that. Yeah, it's getting changed in this patch. But yeah, it's a 20 second cooldown. I'd say the ability itself is really not too terrible. Well, um... Let's segue, so I guess. nerfs nerfs galore on the on the uh, the bonus patch here, right? So we got good, nerfs good nerf. to set, nerfs to set to Nike, Cthulhu, Odin, Yamoja, Geb, and an Uller Revert. Um, being again, as I said, that these had already come out as of yesterday, we're probably not going to spend too terribly much time on them. Uh, set is getting a decreased dash damage on spawn of set. Nike is getting a decreased shield on Sentinel of Zeus. Cthulhu is getting decreased maxed health from Descendant to Madness and decreased base damage to Sever. That's his Odin ult and getting... his alt one, by the way. Correct. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Odin's getting nerfed to, uh, or getting an increased cooldown to Ring of Spears and decreased sh- shield health from Raven Shout. Yamoja is getting a nerf to Mending Waters. The shield will no longer stack with itself, and it'll decrease the bounce range on that ability as well. That's, that's actually seeing... a huge nerf. That is a really big I nerf I feel like Yamoja. that's <laughs> finally enough of a mm. nerf, I think, to make her not, like, top pick. Yeah, for sure. That was the only Geb shield that does stack a... in the game. Yeah. Still. Correct? Yeah. I think they basically were saying like if you're playing Yamoja kind of like in like a like an assault or arena, you're really not going to feel this because um, you're all kind of cl- clustered together anyway. But in in a more competitive setting such as conquest or even like your clash games where you're kind of broken apart, uh, you're going to probably feel this at least the the nerf to the bounce range on this ability. Probably well, also on the shield, yeah. honestly. Well, it's just yeah. the stacking shield. I think this is literally the only one in the game that still stacks. Because all the rest mm-hmm. of the shields, uh, I think the the higher one takes priority. Ah, dude, go, uh, go build Pridwin on Nike. It's fun. Yeah, right. 
Um, so Geb is going to see a nerf to Cataclysm. Um, they buffed it, and now they're bringing back down that base damage. And Uller is seeing a revert to Bladed Arrow. It's going to decrease physical power scaling on that ability. So that is your bonus balance that just dropped yesterday. Also this week, voting for the Golden Boats. Boats. Your Golden Boats are here. (laughs) They come with Golden Hose. Fucking sail away. (laughs) Um, Golden Bolts started November 1st, which is Monday. So you'll have a week to vote um, for your favorite community members and streamers and uh, SPL pros and all that kind of stuff. Vote for Nev for Rising Star. Well, I was nominated, but I don't know if I've made it yet. Vote for Nev for Rising Star. If if I've made it to voting phase, then yes, please vote for me. <laughs> but I don't know if I've made it, so we'll see. <laughs> All right, so that's that's it for news as far as this week is concerned. And November the 16th is going to see the 8.11 patch. This is also going to have your new battle pass. So you have until November the 16th to finish the cleanliness versus godliness battle pass. But November the 16th is going to show you the Transformers Battle Pass. I checked out these skins in PTS last night. They look freaking amazing. They feel good. They look good. I can't think of better characters that they could have picked. Or, I'm sorry, better gods that they could have picked for these characters uh, for this Battle Pass. I think that they did a very good job with this. And this is coming from somebody who isn't as nostalgia for Transformers as other people in the community may be. But uh, they, I think they did a fantastic job with it, and I will be getting this for sure. I saw people bitching that they gave Starscream to Jingwei. I love it. I, uh, I don't. The, the, the passive, the Jingwei passive, works with the the transformer. Yeah, it's yeah, literally perfect. I don't, I don't like it because I don't like Jingwei being Starscream because it's it's a weird association to me. But there is not a better god to put a Starscream on than yeah. Jingwei. Yeah, no. It's, it's so it's perfect. like it's like all right. It's just like a, it's a weird. Yeah, it's one of those it where it's like Jingwei doesn't match Starscream at all, but her kit and like the what she does in the game itself matches like yes, a gem. Yeah. yeah, no, it's 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 good. It's so. good. And they've they've made it point before where they've mentioned like it's it's actually more all about if the kit fits and looks better and feels yep. better. Yeah. Yep. Which yeah, I mean, it's was... still odd to me at times using the turtles because it's just like this just feels weird. But yeah, I these, I actually like, hate the turtle skins. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. They, I think it's they the, feel uh, so weird to me. They feel clunky now after after all the other. The only one I actually like is the through. the Loki one, the Raphael one. Yeah, the Loki one's clean, but the the, the Osiris one to me, uh, that one the Osiris one is worse. I, yeah, I and I feel like everybody said that so in the community much. when that one first came out. They were like, Osiris does not feel right. <laughs> like, it it's like the autos feel, feel weird because he has two swords yeah. and you're used to like the axe and the whatever the other thing is the right. swingy ball thing um but we did we did try these out in pts last night the abilities feel good the autos feel good everything feels very smooth and clean so i think they did a, as always a freaking battle pass after battle pass uh new skins after new skins they're doing such a good job over in the art team um, so firm handshakes to all of them over there. They did a really good job with this this battle pass for sure. I, I do real quickly got to say kudos to them for waiting until Halloween to make the witch Baba Yaga skin. 
Mm. Well, so Baba Yaga, the gingerbread Baba Yaga is going to be in the Winter Wonderland chest, also going to cost 400 gems per roll. And I did also tweet all the stuff that's inside that chest. Um, I freaking love it. The The abilities on it are so nice. Um, like her oval, um, the the white oval actually pops up like a little graveyard and has like little like ghosts going through it. It's it's so cool. It's 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 a really cool skin. Yeah, it's definitely got like uh, some Nightmare for Christmas vibes, right? Mm-hmm. With the the combination of the two, and uh, obviously we can't call them skins like that. So let's call them uh, just the the holiday season skins. Uh, mm-hmm. Give give us more Nightmare for Christmas skins, please. Yes, please. I mean, you got like the Jean Cui. That's definitely definitely a Nightmare Before Christmas esque. You yeah. remember that one from Inspired. like yeah. four years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, would you guys hate <laughs> me if I said I've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas? All right, get out. You know, Riggs, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the movie, honestly. But I love the, the style. The art style is really nice. I've seen the movie. My wife loves it, and the kids fucking find it amazing. Like, literally just yesterday, I did movie night with the kids, and, like, we're trying to go for, like, Halloween movie, and it's like, oh, do we watch Hocus Pocus or Nightmare for Christmas again? And it's like... Watch right. Harry Potter, bro. I what like Hocus Pocus. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. We're so far behind, Riggs. We were supposed to finish all the movies up to this weekend, and we... And, you know, Man, sometimes sometimes a wizard gets delayed, you know? Yep. Is that a Halloween we arrive movie? Precisely we when Christmas. we mean to. <laughs> I I think we had this argument. I think we classified it as a as like a autumn slash winter movie. Yes. So it's it yes. can go it can go under both because I think they do have like a Halloween scene right in one of them. They have Halloween and they always year. have Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They always have at least one of each. Yeah. So it's it falls under both. Yep. Um. But so yeah, that that'll be in, in the spring, and that's all I'll say. Yes, but every time I think Harry Potter, I think <laughs> the first part of the movie and no, like going right. to school and no, stuff. Yeah. So this shit goes think down autumn. Halloween, Halloween and winter. You are right. And then like springtime, everything's resolved and and everything's happy again for four months, and then yeah. <laughs> everything starts again. And there's a lot of snogging. <laughs> and there's a whole lot of snogging. Yeah, don't be afraid All to right, be a part so... of something bigger than yourself. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, but there also is the digi- digital loot pack. It's going to cost 1,500 gems. It's going to give you four skins. It's going to give Whoa. you the... Okay, four, <laughs> the number four, quattro. Four separate skins. <laughs> Can't just say it's that gonna like have, that. <laughs> it's going to have the Elkin uh, Serdanos, Season 8 Morgan Le Fay skin, Divine Wind Gilgamesh skin, and the Pittsburgh Knights Scylla skin. All of these look really good. And like I said, they are 1,500 gems for the bundle. It also comes with a couple of other things inside that bundle. And if you get the Smite World Championship at home HRX bundle through the Smite website for $60, this will also be included in that as well. So there you go. There you go. Um, yep, the Baba Yaga is going to be in that Winter Wonderland theme chest. And then you get two Odyssey skins, the plushy Tiamat and the Oni Ronin on her. Coming out on November the 16th. Plushy skins, yes. Please keep making them. Yes, it's super cute. Now, unfortunately, we had a visual bug on actual Tiamat last night when I was trying to play it in PTS. 
um, but all of her abilities look really cute. That That's all I could see. I couldn't actually see her. She was all, like, blurred out and weird. I and don't know the, if it was my install or if that's just, like, everybody's PTS issue right now. I'm not sure. But hopefully it'll be fixed. Always hard saying on PTS. It's always hard saying. The yeah, whole it, other is, beast. it is. It is. And I, I do like the uh, uh, cross pantheon. I've, I've always said mm-hmm. how much I've liked the cross pantheon. So the, the Oni on her is definitely, it's like... It's real mm. nice. And, oh my god, their, their art team is getting so fucking good. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, every patch that we look at and we talk about and we try things out in PTS, I'm just like, they can't they can't do better than this. There's just no freaking way. And then, like, four weeks later, I'm like, they can't do better than this. There's no way. Although, <laughs> I will say this. Happening. I-, I saw in-game yesterday the, uh, sorry, Turtles fan, I don't remember. The brain robot guy. Oh, uh, uh Shing Chin skin. Crane, 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 crane. Like yeah, that. yeah. That looks a little awkward. That does look a little funny. Oh yeah, the Shing Chen skin. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That thing looks weird. <laughs> that, I had someone I think using that's... it. Hmm. I only ever saw it for the first time yesterday. I, they, yeah, because it was it's on PTS, right? Uh. Yeah. So, I don't know if that one no, actually is made it, on it in the game. It's already in the game. Okay. It's already I, I in the sure, game. I just haven't seen but it. But I don't remember it ever being an actual PTS. I think they just announced it and then there it was. Yeah. I don't remember it being in PTS. It's, it's a part of like the yeah, I, Prime thing if you have it. Yep. And then the next the next Prime one is going to be a, a another, what was it, Raphael maybe? It's like the comic book version yeah, I, I was. Just, it. It's one of them things. I said it. and I'm like, yeah, I think it was in PTS. And then it's like, oh wait a minute. Now that I said it, Blaze was playing in Assault, so it's like it couldn't have been PTS. So definitely not. Yeah. I think it was like a bonus balance thing with the last one that came out. That like it just dropped in one of those. Oh, I can't even take a screenshot of the skin that's coming out because they they don't actually have it revealed yet. But they did reveal it on the notes. Um, this week, and it wasn't in PTS, the upcoming one. So I don't, I don't know if the Jing Chen was ever in PTS. But uh, yeah, so that that's all the skins. But one of the biggest changes coming to Smite is the new ranked conquest draft system. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Yeah, this is huge. Um, so they're going to be doing this in ranked, and it's only going to be in conquest. It's going to be called all ban. And this will only apply, like I said, to rank conquests for keyboard and mouse and controller cues. It's not going to be applied to like your SPL or your SCC or SOC games. Um, but you can also do a custom draft type option called all ban as well. All your bank time has been removed. You have 30 seconds for your planning phase. This will give you an option to like mark up to one god that you would like to pick and also suggest a god that you should ban. Players can also use this time to attempt to trade any rolls. Then the ban phase will be 30 seconds. All five players on each team will get to ban one god at the start of the draft. Opponent bans will not be revealed until after every ban has been locked or that the time has expired. Duplicate bans can occur. Order and Chaos teams each could possibly ban the same god. Then you'll move into picks phase for 20 seconds with no bank time. This will follow the same order 
uh, pick order as previous. Um, so you, if you want that full breakdown, that it will be available on the patch notes uh, blog post. Then you have 30 seconds to trade and 10 seconds to launch phase, and boom, 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 you're in the game. I think Thoughts. it'd be kind of crazy to see a pro game played like this. <laughs> but. Well, actually, we we were talking about this in Albion Giants because I brought it up um, when I was watching the patch notes. And I was like, uh, does this mean because, be, like I said, you can actually do custom games with this type of draft. Um, so I was like, do we want to maybe think about how we want to do that? Do we want to try and implement this or do we want to just keep doing the way we are doing it? Because. You have your desk segment with SPL in any competitive setting. You have your desk segment. So you sit there and you talk about the picks and bands of the team, the pros, the cons, the team comp, that kind of thing. You kind of riff off of each other and then you go into the game. Um, I don't I don't see it happening. I mean, they already said it's not going to happen for SPL, but I don't think it, I don't think it will happen in the future either. Uh, I no. think it'd be way too fast. This would be awful for competitive. <laughs> yes, absolutely. This would be 100%. horrible for competitive. I, I would the 100%. only thing I would change is I would maybe increase the pick time up from twenty seconds to like maybe like thirty or like forty five, but that's about it. I think it's gonna be yeah. good changes. Yep. No more waiting five minutes to get into your queue and then once the queue pops and then, then somebody waiting, DCs. Yeah, waiting yep. three or four minutes in your thing to pick your god to then only have the person who has last pick dodge because they got support or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they got then... mad because somebody banned their god or somebody picked their yeah. god and now they can't play their god. They're stuck oh in support. God. They're stuck in a role they don't want to play so they wait their last pick <laughs> and they run out their bank time and then they get you know they dodge. They have to wait another five minutes to get into a rank queue and then yeah. Um, lots of UI and bug fixes as always. Uh, Corrupted Arena will be returning. It'll be in, in its own queue, and it can also be made into a custom game lobby. So maybe some, uh, maybe some challenger in houses in the future on the Corrupted Arena. Question That'd mark? be dope. I'd be so down. It's and it's like they were saying on a uh, patch notes. Uh, it'd be really cool to see all the new gods that have come out over the past year because the last time Corrupted Arena was available was around this time last year. So like, think about how Gilgamesh could be, how fun Gilgamesh could be in Corrupted Arena. So it'll be neat to see all the different uh, team comps you could come up with with the new gods in Smite. Uh, Slash game in Corrupted Arena. I mm, can only be so <laughs> erect, you know? That's what I live for right there. All right, so we're gonna have to do a conquest ban draft phase for this con this corrupted arena, and we can't let Fro get Gilgamesh. Yeah, that's toxic. <laughs> I'll be so upset. Although I was talking about a throwback to way back when, uh, you had the divine win in the yes, the corrupted arena, the, and the relic. I pushed you fella into the hole like six times in one match. <laughs> that was just utterly fantastic. But there is I one. Still have I still the clip wanna... somewhere. Go ahead. Because I didn't. The, the the was that two years ago that they introduced that relic the first time. It was something like that. Yeah, two or three. Two or it's three years ago, and I, I did, that was around the time that I wasn't like really keeping up with like patch notes and stuff, and so I had no idea that there was the new relic just available in Corrupted Arena. So Rick grabs it. And he's like, Nev, 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 come look, come look in this hole. Like, if you look in this <laughs> hole, you'll see something. And I was like, oh, okay. So I like stand next to it, and he uses the freaking relic and pushes me into the hole. And I'm like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Nev will remember this. 
<laughs> Nev will remember this. Everybody hated that. <laughs> I do want to touch on one of the UI changes, though, real quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah, the sure. The players can now see their allies' relics cooldown. Oh, I forgot about that. I, I mentally blocked that out of my head because I can't wait. I can't wait to be in a fucking game with Rick. And he'd be like, Nev, why didn't you beads that Jing channel? Your your beads were up. Maybe I didn't feel like it, Rick. <laughs> Maybe I'm saving my relics for next game. <laughs> so the this has been talked about and suggested since I was an Olympian fucking like two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Um, I, I'm personally glad to see that it's implemented. But that has definitely been brought up a few times. But have you tried to just mute Rick? Oh yeah, I mean all the time. There's yeah. no stopping it. <laughs> There's no stopping it. If he wants to get, no, if he sure. wants to say something, he will find a way to say it to you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there driving home one day, you get a fucking random call. Like, yeah, I wonder who this number is. Answer it. It's Rick's. Like, and your beads were still fucking up, huh? <laughs> it's like, oh god, no! Fucking hang up the phone, throw it out the window. <sighs> Crazy. <laughs> It follows me everywhere. That is one of my favorite things, though, is when me and him are playing together, we can get going pretty good. And it's whoever is playing with us, I feel bad for because sometimes sometimes it's Nev and she's the you know she's the victim. It's usually bright though. <laughs> we were actually just I was just talking to them. I was in a Discord that we were just talking about it. Where he's like the only one that just doesn't care what we say. So like we'll just say anything to him. Like, we do the thing in the game where, you know, like, when someone, like, fucks up in the game and you just stop moving and you just look at them in game. Oh, I do that shit all the time. All Weird. the fucking time. <laughs> I, that's, that that's all just the time classic. For Bright. Poor Bright gets, like, so much shit for me and Rick, but we, we love Bright. He doesn't, he, do, he just doesn't care. That's why we do it. All right. Um. So Slash will now be officially launching in 9.1 with the arrival of the new season of Smite. Um, they did post their schedule for uh, the World Championship slash HRX at home. And it looks like, based off of what I saw, I screen clipped it here, um, they are going to be doing something similar to what they did last year. They're going to have um, the... They're going to do like a, a community clash tournament, but then they're also going to do um, the Slash Map Developer Show match on the first day of HRX. So it'll be January the 6th. They'll do the uh, Slash Map Developer Show match at 545 that evening, Eastern time. Uh, so we'll be able to actually see it all. And then, of course, it'll officially launch in the 9.1 update. Um, so that'll be probably late January, right? Yeah, should be late, late, mid, mid to late January, maybe early February. I think it's usually we don't have the actual February, date. isn't it? Usually, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, this will be it'll be early February. All right, I had to step so, away early February for what? A uh, slash nine point oh, okay, one. Okay. Yeah, yeah so wasn't they, sure if they, it was that or if you guys were talking about the diamond challenge. No. Oh yeah, no, no, no doesn't, doesn't no. The diamond new... challenge. You guys have until December the thirty first at eleven fifty nine p.m. Eastern time. Don't the new seasons <laughs> usually come out in like February, right, Fro? I think so. Yeah. I think they are. I'm not sure if it's early or late February. I can't remember. I want to say I it's remember late. Remember it being. February, I, I just remember right? there's always a month after Worlds where there's just like the game is just it's so just stale. so. Oh my god! Yes, 
yeah. I wish they could reduce the time between worlds and and the start of the new season. Like a month between is just so long. Uh, don't even get me started on the worlds format. To to be fair though, that's for the the company, the size of the company high res is, worlds is quite the event. And uh I could see why they need a break, especially after all the holidays and everything. Yeah. And then have to go right into something huge like that. That's fair. Yeah, can I? Can I? Can well, I but they the do usually do. They do it extended. No, real quick. I got one, one more thing, and then you're. We'll let rigs free. Is they do usually do an extended <laughs> okay. PTS for the upcoming yes, that's season. That's what I was about to say. So, I think it's a whole week instead of a weekend, and they, and then they have it available for. The last last season, they had it available for console as well. Yeah, so. I I, I want to say they had it for two weekends but i could misremember and it definitely was just one week like you said but i just could have swore it was two weekends oh maybe you're right or was it because i think you were right pts fucks up a lot of times and they usually try to do a make good weekend if it fucks up yeah yeah and i think that either that was how they started the new season or it was the the patch right after the new season because i do remember them saying okay yeah we kind of fucked up so we'll we'll reopen pts for another week, so you or we, another weekend, so you guys can try it. Because I, I remember people weren't even able to log in, but I can't remember if it was the the first season or the first patch of the season, or if it was the second one. I yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember exactly either. I know it was around that time. Though. Been around for <laughs> yeah, a few for sure. uh, seasons now, you know, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Riggs. How are you going to have? Get, you get two minutes to rant. How are you going to have a world championship <laughs> no format? It. And only have six teams in three rounds, and that's your world championships. I mean, this is this is how it is every year. Yeah, but what okay, I'm complaining because worlds should be the pinnacle of the season, right? It should be the biggest event. It should be the spectacular, you know, the big showcase, whatever you want to call it. Worlds is smaller this year than the playoff than the playoffs to get into worlds. The bracket is way smaller than it is to actually qualify into Worlds. And then there's only three rounds in Worlds. And if, you, if you're if you the number one or number two seed, you literally start in the semis. So you only have to win one set and you're in the finals. Like, So I, I understand that argument. That is also, tiny. Worlds is best of five versus best of three. So they are longer sets. The playoffs right now are there best of that. fives. Are they? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, today. that's why it took all fucking day yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, <laughs> today, tomorrow, <laughs> and then next week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So literally the playoffs to get into the playoff tournament. This is this is the playoffs to get into the playoffs right now, and it's longer than Worlds. Yes, yes. And then the well, actual the playoff hand, tournament. They can't have Worlds. Go ahead. The actual playoff tournament is longer than Worlds, too. It's like, I don't know. I feel like... If it's going to be the world championship and it's going to be you know, your biggest event of the year, I feel like you should have more than six teams at it and you should have a longer bracket. But that's just me. It does feel it. odd they've, that there's not at least eight. They've done it years prior. They've had more teams, more games. Sure, you could say some sets might not have been great. Like when they used to have like the China team play you know, the number one seed. Like Sure, that set, never really that great. But then you have the time where Latam beat Team Allegiance. So it's like it can't happen, and it's crazy when it does happen. And I think the opportunity should be there for 
other teams. I don't think we should limit it to six teams and have the two number number one, number two seed already be one set away from the finals. I feel like that's yeah. Didn't um the one S SML team the Vamos? Oh God, I'm drawing a blank Sanguine. on their name. Yeah, Sanguine. Didn't yeah, they come in through an upset? Two, and two then... years ago, before they were in the SPL, they made they qualified for Worlds and they were the SML team. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. at some of the like lands like in the middle of the seasons, like the like I remember Armada beat Rival at the time when Rival was the number one seed and Armada came in and they were the SML team and they beat them at land. So it's like I don't yeah, like I don't like not having the at least the chance for like more teams to play. I feel like it's a bit of a weird layout to have six teams at your world championships and have two of them automatically in the semis without even playing a game. But that's just me. All right. Are you good? Well, yeah. that's that's good? two minutes and twenty seconds, and we interrupted you a few times, so that's about two minutes, like Nev said. Real <laughs> man. Yeah. See, I I I can I, I can right. bitch and I can. Be I will have to say I. I would say I agree with you. It, you'd make some valid points there. I mean, and, and look at, I do think there is some validity to allowing like an SML team to come in and like have a chance because people do love an underdog and shit like that is is hype. Well, and, they they yeah, are a lot doing of times that. it's like it's well, just what with only six spots open, it's not gonna. Because the, yeah, the, the layout they have right now is the playoffs of this weekend are they get you qualified for the playoffs next month, I think. And then one next month includes the winners of the NA SEC and the EU SEC. So like the lower league teams do get a chance to try to qualify for Worlds, but they just don't have it at the World Championships. They have it at like a playoff before Worlds and then the six teams from that playoffs make it to Worlds. Instead of just having it right. be one big thing, they like split it up. So, I don't know. But they are also trying to do everything virtually. Yes. That's, so that's I don't weird. know. Some of, makes... some of them are in in studio, but some of them are not. So yeah, I get that. I just I don't know. You look at other esports right now that are doing their worlds. Like CSGO literally has like 15 teams in their world championships because it's the world championship, so it's the biggest event, so they have the most teams there. And then literally for Smite, it's the smallest amount of teams in the world championship. Yeah, but CSGO compared to Smite, that's there's two different creatures there coming in a little bit. I get the size difference, but you can scale yes. it. I'm not saying you have to have 15 teams. You can have 10. You're going to have 8. Well, yeah, we can cut it in half, and yeah, call it eight. So, that, that, yeah, I'm with you on that. That that that, that oh, is good logic right there. I'm I'm with that. Like I said earlier, eight eight sounds. It's like your average tournament for the most part. Like for people who aren't like huge sports, uh, people like myself, eight is like the de facto like bracket system that you're you're used to. Yeah, you know what I mean, or that we're used to. All right, I'll stop bitching. I feel like I've bitched a lot of this episode. You're you're fine. I just I'm a very opinionated when it comes to this kind of stuff. (laughs) Um, one last little uh little thing before we get into some of the actual 
bonus or not bonus actually patch part of this patch um they did also added a goldfinch character and nest to the environment near the gold fury objective as a memorial to john finch and it's absolutely gorgeous hindu man tweeted a little uh, little video clip of what it looks like it's 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 beautiful it's a beautiful tribute so um that's that's really cool too and also shout out to a uh, banana i can't always i say i say their name wrong all the time i just want to call them banana bananamation <laughs> bananamation it's a tongue twister uh for the idea it's it's very 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 good all right, so um, they do say in the patch notes here that this is going to be the last patch with significant time ahead of Worlds, so it'll be the last major opportunity to do any meta-adjusting changes. Um, so they'll, they'll have plenty of time in between this patch and the 8.12 patch to have like a final small adjustment patch for any issues that might arise before SWC. So we're going to see... Some changes to some of your starter items. Again, Benevolence is here again. I feel like they keep changing this item back and forth, back and forth. But pretty much all your starters are getting some kind of changes. Were there any of the starter items that we kind of want to talk about in a little bit more detail? Warriors, Axe, and Sigil. I feel like those are the big ones. So, Sigil of the Old Guard or Infuse Sigil? Uh, Both. (laughs) I think... They're trying too hard to make this item really, really good, and they haven't really mm. seen. They haven't let it sit for enough time, I think. Because the problem mm. was never the upgrades. The problem was the actual starter, because it just sucked. Like, it just, you lost. You didn't, it didn't have anything that the other ones had. Like, it didn't have anything you wanted. It just made you tanky, but being tanky at level one isn't, like, doesn't really do much for you. So. I feel like they just finally added power to it and kind of changed the actual starter, and then now they're already buffing these, which is concerning to me. But I do think that both of these are going to be really good now. They're already not bad, but I think these upgrades are going to be nuts. Like having 5% mitt just flat out, just for having this, and then also having the mitt passive in the last 8 seconds, like... That's a lot of time to be have ten percent mitigation, and then I don't know if you've seen it. Just got played today. Uh, have you seen Infuse Sigil like in the game? Mm-mm. So it currently does five hundred physical damage just in a big AOE around you. If once you get the stat, once you get damaged by five separate instances of damage, and that's a lot. And it yeah, doesn't 500 have 500 is almost ultimate. It doesn't have a damage. cooldown either. So if you get hit by a lot of ticks in a fight, it'll just keep procking. <laughs> and they're buffing that to so 600. So an Anubis who hits this thing could theoretically no, it, it has 20 to be, ticks of damage. It has to be different. Separate, separate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, it just has to be five separate instances of damage by a god. So, so but think of, of it in a fight. Confused for a second. Yeah, think yeah, of it yeah, in like yeah. a team oh, yeah. fight. There's oh, yeah. a lot of shit flying around. Like you could probably proc mm-hmm. that twice, and that's a thousand damage right there, just by being oh, yeah. close especially to if you take in like autos into consideration too, not just abilities. Yeah, and then now they're buffing that to six hundred instead of five hundred, and decreasing the stacks required. So it'll just be proccing more often and for more damage. So if you take nine hits of damage, right? 
you're gonna refl or you're gonna turn around and do eighteen hundred damage AOE around yourself. Yeah. It's it it does get affected by like mid and stuff like that, so it's not gonna be a true eighteen hundred, but it'll still be a lot. Right. So it's yeah. And well, I when I'm playing Gilgamesh and diving on top of you. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that and then imagine having your Pridwin proc, because they buffed that recently, so now that does more damage when it explodes. And imagine having this. And then Mystical Mail is just constantly ticking. Yep, I'm going to have Benevolence <laughs> too, so I can upgrade that to the, uh, what is it, Animosity, and I'll have no, Kins, you... and it's just, that's going to be Maybe you can't a do lot that of though. damage. What? You can't have Benevolence and this. Oh, duh. Yeah, big dumb. I am big dumb. <laughs> Stage. Fro- Fro's uh, like, uh, my build is going to be all the starter items. I'm so used to getting fucking benevolence on, on Gilga because it's, it's pretty good if you combine it. But, I mean, you can still grab this and a Kins and fucking yeah. stick to someone and slapping the shit out of them. And this this might be an unpopular opinion from, like, a tank player, but I'm not the biggest fan of these items that you build and just get rewarded for just standing there which is what this item is you get rewarded for taking damage and the reward is you just explode basically with a shit ton of damage around you like i feel like it's not very interactive but we'll see how that goes it did get picked up today it actually put in some work i think uh i think they built it on like nike i think is who it was but yeah i I mean does this apply to not just gods hitting you right just damage no it has to be gods it has to be gods yeah okay. but yeah it's i think i kind of assume because that would be like really busted on camps and shit like that if it wasn't and no, it has to be gods it has to be separate instances of damage i don't even remember if it procs on autos it might i think it might have to be ability so i'll have to double check on that one i literally never build this fucking item yeah nobody did because the, the starter yeah, like i have sucked. no fucking clue that was the issue. The starter itself sucked. The upgrades, nobody ever really tried them because nobody built the starter, so nobody knew how good these were. Mm-hmm. And now, they, like I said, they're not even really giving people a chance to like build the starter and see what happens. They're already buffing these. So that's concerning to me. And the Warrior's Axe getting buffed to have power now. Yeah. Kind of feels weird because it finally had an identity as like, the only starter in solo that without power but it gave you tankiness and kind of like lets you heal a little bit Sunder- sundering axe added physical power from zero to 40 yeah like they just did this to sigil they added power and made it kind of like a hybrid item yep. and that kind of gave it an identity yep. now they're doing the same exact thing to warrior's axe so why would i start with sigil when i can start with warrior's axe because it's a better starter and it's gonna have power and I, I don't understand it. Yeah. I feel like their the decision making um, is a little questionable with these. So, yeah, definitely again like I said we're not going to go item by item on on either one of these patch notes here, so definitely read up and see which starter items are are getting some changes in the 8.11 patch. Um and a few other items are also getting a couple of changes. None really super stick out until uh, I get down here to, to the Book of the Dead of the and dead. Staff of Mirden. Mm-hmm. Finally, twenty percent CCR on Book of the Dead. This is supposed to yeah. be about fucking surviving. So yeah. it's it's just really good. Yeah. 
And staff at the Mirrodin, they uh, are decreasing the cost because people are just not buying it anymore, and they're increasing the power on it. Can they just revert it back to the old passive? Mm. This new passive sucks. I love being able to use all my abilities on Hebo in like two seconds. The old passive was so fun because you could build it on like certain <laughs> characters and like have really cool interactions. Like you could blink Gebolt and then like double shield somebody. Like, I feel like it was super cool. And now it's just kind of like now it's yeah. like you're playing cooldowns. Uh, I, I think that's exactly. And I think I think they're they're reduce, reducing the cost just to see if if more people will possibly pick it up on on this patch. Um, and increasing that power as well. But speaking of Authorian items, Failnot is also seeing an increased critical strike chance from 10% to 20%. And we just had that nerf to Spectral Armor. Oh, that's crazy, so right? So let's just, yeah, let's just, uh, let's give more crit. how that works. And same thing off. with Executioner uh. getting buffed. It's crazy how that works, <laughs> yep. right? E- XE is also getting buffed, uh, increasing the physical power. power from 35 to 40. 40 power is a God, lot. God damn. That's a lot for yep. what can be considered one of the two core pen items for a hunter. If Isn't you don't that, go this, you go Atalanus. That's you know? the same as the other I mean, no, I guess you could also go like the other brawlers, one. Brawlers, right? No, Brawlers does fucking 50 right now. Holy shit. I thought that was I, I did not realize that. But brawlers has 50 fucking power on it right now. I mean, I know they, they buffed the maestry, but god damn, what... When you are buying an item for its power and can give a fuck less about the, the anti-heal passive, maybe it's a little too much. And we'll just uh, quickly glance over some of the gods. Now, I, uh, earlier I did say that Kleena was not getting like super nerfed, and I was correct. She's not getting super nerfed. She's actually getting kind of like a buff and a nerf. Um, so she's getting increased tick rate on her 1 from 0.5 seconds to 0.4 seconds. And they're decreasing the initial hit from her ultimate by 10%. And then they're also decreasing the tick damage from 35% to 30% on that ultimate as well. So it's not like a super hard nerf or anything like that. They're just kind of tweaking the numbers a little bit in the 8.11 patch. Um, Which is fair because that all is up constantly. Yes. And I'm I'm gonna go back to the the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thing above Kleena momentarily. I just kind of want to touch on a couple of other gods here. Neja is gonna see a very welcome change to Universal Ring Toss. The ability will now deal increased damage to only the first enemy hit by the initial Ring Toss projectile. Increased initial hit damage is gonna be changing as well. The other damage in the ability is unchanged. Additional targets hit due to the ring bounce will still take damage equal to the current amount. And targets hit multiple times due to the bounce will still take the same reduced damage. The reason why I say this is a very welcoming change is because like, if you think about like kind of seeing somebody 1v1 in the jungle or you're playing Nejon duel... Or, or, you know, there's not, like, an entire enemy team of five across the way from this ring toss. It doesn't feel like it does anything if you're 1v1. So they're increasing the damage on the initial ring toss to make it a little bit easier on the 1v1 fight. So I, th- I find that to be a very welcoming change for Neja. I don't think that buff's going to do anything. Hmm. But I just like it because I like Neja. Oh, so. yeah, I do too. But <laughs> I don't think buffing the one hit of the ring toss is going to do anything for him. Yeah, that's fair. It Increasing the physical. Minimally. Yeah, it'll it'll. I mean, it's a yeah. buff, but it's it'll help. You know. It'll help minimally. <laughs> I mean, but you you take that and you also build items from the maestry. It could it could help. So, 
Yeah, because Brawler gets 50 fucking power right now. Holy fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Brawler hurt hurt real good. (laughs) Increasing the physical power scaling on the first two hits of Berserker Barrage for Thor here is another change we're going to see. But these next two are the ones that are uh, next three. Can I real quickly touch on this? This is like a whole nother like can of worms thing. When we are changing, Mm. like I understand initial hits on things like that, but when we're changing first two hits of dot abilities. Mm. That's because that's how the ability works though. It's more. It hits three times, but the third hits an actual like big swing hit, so it's a different set of damage. But the first two hits are the same. Is it literally just the two? I thought it was three. Well, I guess it's three total, yeah, but I the last it... hits like the big swing. You know, now that you say it out loud, I just always thought that 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 barrage was more ticks. It used to be, yeah. Uh, before they changed it, it used to be. F- I could have swore it was four. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I guess if that's what it is. It's just the wording and I'm misunderstanding. Yeah, I think it used to be four, and then they they combined the last two ticks of it into the third hit and made it like a big third hit. That way it doesn't take as long. No, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Do. Yep, I remember they shortened it up. I'm just... Today is the day where fucking Fro remembers ancient shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ancient shit. Yeah, yeah Zeus. <laughs> yeah, the... The next, the next three god changes here are are very, very talked about here. But let's start with Zeus. While Zeus is not weighed down by his shield, he gains movement speed and attack speed to Aegis Assault. So we're bringing back a, a way, way long time ago. I think I talked about this like a month or two ago when I was talking about when I was playing Zeus when I first started in closed beta. You pop his two, and it actually gave him mitigations, but it also gave him movement speed. And he didn't have this, like, shield that he actually threw on the ground. It actually just procked an actual shield around Zeus and gave him movement speed. So they're bringing back this movement speed mechanic to Aegis Assault and also giving Zeus attack speed. Are you guys ready to see Zeus ADC? I actually think that'd be a cool way to like try to bring him back is to like make him viable mm-hmm. and do a I think I, I think they mentioned that too they want to try to kind of make him like a hybrid-y like you could do either I think mm-hmm. that'd be kind of cool to see him honestly even if you don't take him into the dual lane I think this will definitely help his his mid game yes um, just because yes. he is so slow and he doesn't have any escapability he doesn't have any movement in his current kit. So adding this movement speed, adding attack speed, it should hopefully help him have a little bit more survivability in the mid lane okay, as well. Can I, can I Plus pitch if an you idea? can with Zeus, uh, you want to use your Aegis Assault as your level one ability. Well, I guess mm-hmm. I don't know now that you start at... Back in the day when you started in lane, you usually mm-hmm. wanted to start with your Aegis Assault because then you could clear the wave actually decently we, yep. fast. And with the with added... autoing it. Yes, yeah. and with the added attack speed... You might his level one clear might not be too horrible if it you're able not, yeah. to auto it. Yep. No, I agree. It 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 it'd be pretty. Yeah. Cool. Can can I pitch an idea mm-hmm. that I've had about Zeus? Yeah. What's up? So you know that I've been a big proponent of let's rework Freya and give her a different kit, right? 
Well, we I, may have heard about this once or twice. Yeah, I had <laughs> when I while I was trying to like come up with ideas for Freya, I had this idea to change Zeus, right? Where instead of his dog shit ultimate right now, give him kind of like a Freya esque, maybe like Cthulhu, not as big as Cthulhu, obviously, but like kind of like the the idea of like you're hovering over the map kind of thing, and give him like charges where he like throws lightning down at the ground kind of like that as his ultimate so he can like be out of the fight like above the fight or whatever and like throw shit down since he's supposed to be like the god of the sky and shit instead of his dumb big circle thing that he does right now that doesn't do anything that would actually be pretty that way he gets like some safety he can like go kind of like a freya where you go up into the sky and you're like kind of you know you can chill up there for a couple seconds hold up i got a better idea just leave that Zeus Hall the way it is. Find another lightning god. There's fucking thousands of them. Not literally. It's quite a few. And just give that to him. And we get another lightning god. I mean, lightning is pretty cool. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying, there's got to be a dope-ass African lightning god out there. Or some sort of, like, Celtic god of storm that's, like, dope so slappy, shit. slappy. Can you try yeah, that again? slappy, slappy. <laughs> it's the slappy slappy Expediamus. um but speaking of magical adcs poseidon also seeing some really interesting changes uh decrease the tide cost from 20 to 15 on tidal surge that's his one trident which is his two is going to have a decreased cooldown um for the earlier part of the levels um originally it was 20 scaling down to 12 seconds now it's gonna be 16 scaling down to 12 seconds increased magical power scaling per hit from 20 percent to 25 percent on trident whirlpool his third ability decreased tide cost from 20 to 15 and then release the crack in the ultimate decreasing the tide cost on that as well from 30 to 20 um the tide cost is your your passive with poseidon so, yeah, you know, you know um, what they need to do to this god to make him actually good? Because I think he's still going to suck after this. Oh, I think I, I'm excited about it. All right. I know I've had some cool ideas. Mr. I, I, I have so many good ideas <laughs> for this game. It's ridiculous. Uh, They need to give him attack speed on his two. And they need to make his two slow and rude immune. And he'll be good. That's it. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about slow and rude immune. One or the other. I think I think I'd say give him both. slow immune. Nah. Make it make it like an Artemis too, where it's he's slow immune and then give him rude immune because he's like on water, dude. You can't root water. You can mm, do true. you can do a cleanse. <laughs> oh, you have like the the two when you activate it could cleanse. So mm, like if maybe. you're rooted, you could use it. I'm just imagining like the mechanics of Kumba trying to like root water with his hammer or whatever he uses like you can't root water well, I mean, can't put him to sleep either or uppercut him mightily <laughs> uh, I, th- I think they need to add something else to his too i think they should add attack speed and then you know I think what? they should add like some type of immunity they there's this now that you bring it up rigs <laughs> there might be the most inconsistent like animation of all time ever in this game that no one's ever realized uh, when Kumba uses his one mm-hmm. on Poseidon or Hebo, it should just be a cannonball animation. 
and and uh, it's he actually just kind of lightly bumps into them. <laughs> no, I never really thought about it until you brought this up right now, but we should definitely try to get Hi-Rez to fix that. Do they ever fix Poseidon where you can his Kraken knocks people up too high so his one goes underneath him? I, oh, fuck. That sounds like something they've talked about, but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. If they I haven't see. done that yet, they should do that too. Because <laughs> that's, that's annoying when you play like it. All right, moving on to AMC also seeing a buff on Stinger. The ultimate will now slow the impaled target 20, scaling to 30%, and the ability now decrease physical protections by 30% on the impaled target. Thoughts on the bees? Why? <laughs> I feel like I've bitched so much this episode, but they just do things that just confuse me <laughs> in all of these patches. I'm so excited to see more. AMC, why is his so. Why is his ult now like better Sunder? Because why Why not? But like his ult was already the best part of his kit. Like why are you buffing that? <laughs> like, because I love buff it. Buff is three. His three sucks. Save the bees, Riggs. This sounds Save the great, bees. but I'm imagining getting hit every like 24 seconds by this motherfucker and going like, hold up, yeah. who in the fuck thought that this was a good like thirty percent is a uh, lot. <laughs> yeah, especially, especially if, if he kills you, you can probably pick up the stinger. Especially if like because Xy just got buffed in this patch, so that's what is it twenty four percent shred too. Oh yeah, that's, so that's true. Like, Xy did just get. That's buffed. what I was saying. Like, and then the pentry is really good. So like, let's say he has like a titan's Holy bane. Shit, AMC is gonna hurt. Like, so why bad. is it thirty percent? Thirty percent is a lot. <laughs> I'm cool oh, with them adding okay, something this, to it, but like. It this already cripples. Plus yeah, this plus XE and a crusher. And he's going to be fucking hurting a lot. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if, if you... A tank won't have very many prots after that. And uh, Squishy's definitely probably not going to have very many prots after that. Flat pen should take care of that. And oof. Oof. I just don't understand why of all things to buff the ult. Because his ult was already like his best part of his kit and like the coolest part. Like, why make that even better? Because now the rest of his kit still sucks. So it's like, like his the his hives really are really strong. good. The three is obnoxious. The three sucks. And his, but it's obnoxious. It's an okay. It's it's it annoying, annoying, but it doesn't That's do anything. That's all it is. Yeah, it's just it's just annoying. It's like somebody. It's like your when your little brother is sitting. In the back seat, and you're in the front seat, and they just kind of like keep poking you. And then when you turn around to complain about it, they're like, "I'm not touching you." And when you turn around to complain about it, they sting you right in the face and shred thirty. These, of your these are things that they take into consideration when they buffing gods. Is the annoyance factor yeah. per se? Mm. I mean, I know I say that in Nox exists, but I mean, not. I mean, it is annoying though. Also, like if you're just facing an AMC and you're trying to like blink and and stuff like that and you can't because there's bees all the time yeah i mean it's because well, it it's used to be like that. actually really strong when his passive applied with the three because it, like it'd be his yeah, passive i remember that that's that's when i really liked you would it have lot. crusher and then mm-hmm. uh fuck i don't think it was bluestone was bluestone there was another thing that procced instead of bluestone i don't remember at this moment but you just get that and like just whittle away with your three and it's like holy fuck this dude has not even had come close to stepping up and the two is pretty strong and and the one is mm-hmm. uh 
I don't want to say indefensible. It's just it's a big feels bad leveling that up. And if you're not able to have it in good locations, just kind of be an SOL. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's part of the god, right? So I understand that. But it's just kind of one of the... If you just are constantly being dove, it doesn't fucking matter that you put your one up. Especially if, like, you're getting dove and they just come out and take it out. It's like, oh, well, glad I leveled that up just so I can not use it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, his one's conditionally good. His two's just good damage. Mm -hmm. His three sucks and his ult's Mm -hmm. really good. So, like, why are you buffing the really good part? To make it even more good. Can't buff the other parts. Like I just explained. <laughs> the ones that feel bad, the two's already good, and the three's annoying. That just leaves the alt. Well, speaking of obnoxious hunters, Shibalanke also getting some changes here. Increased base physical power from 37 to 40. Increased base attack speed per level 1 to 1.5. Branching bolusing increased damage from 35% to 37.5%. I'm just calling him annoying because of the old X ball old down. Can't see. <laughs> this one's annoying. Jing too, Chen, but yeah. Jing Chen, uh, seeing some changes as well. Furious roar increasing damage over time. Uh, was from 1.5 to 3 percent. Now it's going to go from 1.5 to 3.5 percent. Hook slam is going to see decreased cooldown from 18 seconds to 16 seconds and decreased mana cost. Scaling originally from 70 to 90 is now going to scale from 50 to 70. Sky Cutting Axe is going to decrease mana cost from 65, scaling to 105. That's going to be changing to 60 to scaling to 80. Any thoughts on Uh, Jing Chen? I think the reason why they said that they were doing some of this is to kind of try and encourage players to play more Jing Chen in the duo lane. Uh, They want to see him more in the support role. They know that he has been successful in the past in the solo lane, and they just want to give him a little bit more changes and fine-tuning to the mana costs and scaling um, just to see if that'll help his support game at all. Uh TLDR, they they haven't been selling skins for this guy, that new turtle skin. So <laughs> buff him. Hopefully that works. Get your prime gaming. Get your prime gaming. Moving on. I, 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 yep. Uh, uh, Guan Yu. Guan Yu seeing a decreased cooldown from one or from one, from fifteen seconds to thirteen seconds on Talo Assault. That's the three, the little spinny. Okay. Thing. This this is my last one. Oh my god. If you're going to buff a god that you already build 40% cooldown on. Riggs is just so much like Clint Eastwood right now. Get off my If you're going to buff a god that you already build 40% cooldown on, why a two second cooldown buff literally does nothing. Like it's nice, but like it's just such a lazy buff in my opinion. Like there could have, if you want to buff the three. It's an early game buff. That buffs him early game doesn't do shit to his late game. That's what I was like. And it does add a little <laughs> flexibility because maybe now instead of building forty percent, you only build thirty. No, you, you know? still build forty because the heals. Like you, that god, yeah, you yeah, build forty on regardless. So why buffing a two second cooldown to the butt like the three? Like if you want to buff the three, make it shred more, make it do more when you have your passive up. Like I don't feel like it, I feel like cooldown buffs are always like I don't like saying lazy buffs, but I feel like. They're just easy to just change a number, so they just go in and change a number. But they don't, I don't feel like they don't really think about like why, like why they're doing it. Like you already build forty percent on Guan, so now it's just you're still just going to build forty percent on Guan. It doesn't change how you play Guan, or it doesn't really change Guan. 
But now you can do Tile Assault two seconds more frequently. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, two Olympian changes here one to Freya Freya will now be untargetable while rising into the air in her ultimate and Camazots will also now be untargetable while rising into the air on Bat Out of Hell but another huge 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 discussion point and the last one for patch notes today Bastet rework again and it's actually a lot of fun and I, I like I like the changes a lot. So they're changing the passive. Um, well, first off, they're 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 removing all the references from her old ultimate from her abilities one and three, obviously, because her ultimate also got changed. Bastet will also be auto banned from ranked and competitive play per usual new god rules, so you won't be able to see her or play her in competitive or ranked. Um Night Stalker, the passive, will she'll gain physical lifesteal and physical ability lifesteal while hitting enemies. Additionally, enemy gods hit by her are revealed to pass step for six seconds. Against minions, 5% plus 0.5% level, 15% at level 20. And against gods, 5% plus 1% level, 25% level 20. Uh, that's on the, the lifesteal there. So that's her, that's her new passive, Night Stalker. Any thoughts on the passive? Uh, I mean, it looked uh, like it healed a decent ex- It did. Give it me an excuse really... to uh, build Soul Eater and I will Jesus take it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Razor Whip. Uh, we're going to see a decreased cooldown from 13 seconds down to 11 seconds. And they've adjusted the duration and the tick pacing of the ability. Previous damage ticks were one... Zero seconds, one second, two second, three second, which would be a total of four seconds or four ticket, four ticks. The ability previously listed a four second duration, even though all damage ticks were dealt by three seconds. So I think it's more of like a kind of trying to rework on that to make it make a little bit more sense. Now damage ticks will occur at zero seconds, 0.66 seconds, 1.33 seconds, and two seconds for four ticks. Same damage per tick in total. Huntress of Bast is now the new ultimate. This is insanely cool. If you haven't seen it, definitely check out the Patch Notes show on Smite Game. I also did this on my stream last night. Uh, It would be Friday night for you guys listening. Um, So if you guys want to check out how this looks in all of its glory. Bastet becomes CC immune and conjures a radiant projectile that travels forward in a line damaging and stunning the first enemy god hit. A guardian of Bast is now summoned at that location. It will pick them up and grab the enemy hit, bringing them to the initial firing location. This is a skill shot line attack. Um, basically your own deployable Fenrir. And on successful capture, a pool of quicksand is created under the enemy, creating a vortex, which will drag the targets toward the center and deal damage. Initial hit is 180, scaling up to 420, (laughs) plus 100% of your physical power. Quicksand damage is 20, scaling to 40, plus 15% of your physical power every 0.5 seconds for 3 seconds. It's on a cooldown of 80, and it will cost 80 mana, scaling up to 100 mana. And that is the Huntress of Bass. 80 seconds is such a weird cooldown. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they didn't just do 90. 
Yeah, she has she has like old so, old arachne ult almost. Yep, they were talking about that old arachne um uh ultimate there, but I I just like calling it my own deployable Fenrir. <laughs> Very interesting. But it, I I want to see it. it. it I haven't seen it in game yet. And I want to see it's it. It's really cool. It's really it, the cool. the animation Definitely for it, it looks really cool. It's really clean. I think the biggest part like is the CC immunity though. Yeah, that okay. is nice. She's gonna be and and it can pull through walls, by the way. But it is nice that they're I getting saw. her away from just being because even when they updated her, she was just dump all the cats. Oh, yeah, she all you leap in, do your one two. Pop your nothing old, got changed in, really. Yeah, and then throw your cats while you're the only running difference away. is you ulted before you leapt in versus after. Yeah. So this 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 is a lot cooler. I feel like it it ties. The ability is a little bit better. Um, it, it is just like you said. It's not just a dump my entire kit, walk away, and wait 15 seconds before I can do anything again. Um, I think this has a little bit more synergy within itself. And it and it looks really fucking cool. Yeah, I think the, the coolest part of me is like the animation of it. I don't know how good it's going to be, but the animation yeah. of it looks really cool. So I haven't seen the that ranges or anything like that, but it, it's going to be nice because like she's going to be able to leap in. And then, mm-hmm. you know, drop your kid on someone. And then if they use their moment abilities out, you can use this to pull them back in. Again, I'm assuming ranges a little bit. So it'll be very nice for that. Especially then then they're slowed without their movement in front of you. Super nice. Or if you're able to just kind of walk up on someone. And then ugh, you could pull them back and then still have your leap if they get out. And like, oh, so, so, so many... She's gonna be pretty hard to get off. Like if from, she's gonna be able to stick to somebody pretty well. It seems like now, like more so than she was before. I think the range on it. I don't know if they said what it is, but I think the range, like just from the high test, it looked like it's the same as like a Thoth ult without the wall. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's got a pretty it's, it's pretty far pretty range. clip on it for 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 an assassin especially. That's, yeah, that's yeah, still not that, a bad that was distance. that was I think one of the the biggest things that they announced on the patch notes was the Bastet rework again. It was kind of <laughs> out of the, like nowhere too. Yeah, no, they announced it and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Did I just go back in time? So yeah. Any uh, closing thoughts on the eight point eleven patch? We're at an hour forty here, so we're probably gonna start wrapping up here shortly. Yeah, I think I should be a designer for this game. That's uh, mm. that's my takeaway. So you can so you can do tw- two minute rants at them every no, year. No, I wouldn't have to do two minute <laughs> rants. I'd just be the, one of the ones helping decide like what to do. Are you gonna run for Olympian? Because I think those applications open up soon. No, I'm, I I don't stream enough to be an Olympian. Mm. For real, you should be an Olympian. <laughs> Uh, I tried two years in a row, and I never made it. And then so. I can just yell at you to tell them about my changes. I'm very torn on whether or not I should run. Here. I'm like I'm a... thinking I might, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. What are you going to go for, non-quest? Yeah, non-quest, but definitely PC this time. I feel like I got enough time playing PC now where I can be like, yeah, okay, yeah. I can actually. Like, last year... It just felt so awkward because it's like, I mean, I spent 
most of your playing PC, but a good chunk mm-hmm. of it on console and right. very, very awkward. But who knows? We'll see. Well, definitely keep your eyes peeled in the Discord if one or both of us or all of the hosts end up running for Olympian. That's likely we'll we'll be announcing it. (laughs) Um, But as far as other community news is concerned, since this ran a little late, we're going to probably hold off on the community corner until next week. So again, please get your submissions in. And if you need a reminder, we did ask you what you thought of the different gods that have come to smite. What do you feel like was overpowered on release? That kind of thing. Um, what are your thoughts on the God releases during this past year? Um, Fro, would you like to do some thank yous? Yes. I would like to thank, we would like to thank all of our wonderful patrons that uh, help support us here on the battleground. And they would be... Aerial Steel, Asbestos Dog, Weatherman Keith, Jade Flag, and Baseball, Bombi, Danny Boy, Caveman, Neo, Coffin Monkey, Gilly, Colorado, The Big Red, Snorlax, Weatherman, Adios, Sir Ember, K, Brojo, Famous Freak, Stoffmeister, Backlash, Sadons, Lantern, Warlord Yo, Bats Kid, Echo Dunk, Doc, Otter Joe, Riggs, Dracon, Glenn Wiggle, Granite Boys, Camel Hoss, Void vs. Void, Enbright, Scion Gemini, Batman, Sandman, Aquasoft, Kilowatt Man, and I'm a Hater. Thank you all very, very much. Serious heart hands. Thank you guys. You're welcome. Shut up, Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still contemplating whether or not we remove your name from the list. Yeah. Right? <laughs> At this point, I feel like we just leave it for the meme. Just to thank right. Rick every week. <laughs> but who knows? Well, I think that about does it for this week's episode. Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you on the other side of the Corrupted Arena map after November the 16th. Drop kick your motherfucking Goodbye. ass into a hole. Bye. Bye. Bye.